0: Jewess, a Jewish woman, patriot, a proud American born woman who is honored to be a part of the greatest country in the world today. My name is Cindy Gross, and you are joining me to share insights and analysis on today's rapidly shifting world. I welcome you to the Jewess Patriot Show. Featuring exclusive interviews with today's top newsmakers and trendsetters. Remember, you don't have to be Jewish with Cindy to be a part of the show. And now, from our WGBV studios in the tri-state area, also downloaded internationally, anytime, anywhere... I welcome you to the Jewess Patriot Show. Hello and welcome to another episode, a very special holiday episode of the Jewess Patriot. I am your host, Cindy Gross. I guess I've been partying a lot this season, also advocating to fight anti-Semitism, and to bring home the hostages in Israel that I'm losing my voice. So bear with me today. We have a very exciting show. We have a lot of happy thoughts and a lot of festive uh, discussion today. And we want you to be a part of it. And while we are enjoying the holiday season, let's not forget that there are those in our country and around the world that are less fortunate and that we should remember them in our thoughts, in our prayers, and to wish them the best that they can be in this season and that hopefully in the coming year they will have a better year with a better future. As you know, I open each and every show with my pearls of wisdom, because my Jewish name is Yisrael Perel which means sweet pearl. And I have a very simple pearls of wisdom to open with this show. Sometimes you got to know when to be quiet and when to let others speak. And today I have four guests on because I felt... On the eve of Christmas, right after Hanukkah, and as everybody's making all their New Year's resolutions, and to our friends celebrating Kwanzaa or any other holiday celebration, uh, I just wanted to have a little bit of discussion that was a little bit more lively and timely. So I'm going to hand the mic over to four guests today starting with an actress who you all know, who's been making a lot of headlines in the daytime uh, drama area, especially since the Emmys took place last week. And we are going to meet yet another designer as part of Fashion for Israel. And of course, we are talking, everybody, about getting those resolutions ready, pampering ourselves, because pampering and self-care is not a luxury, it's a necessity, especially in these times, especially when we aren't our best. When a lot of us are complaining that we're not sleeping enough, we're not getting enough exercise, we might be eating and drinking a little too much, Uh, our routines might be changing. So I want to start the show with wishing all of you uh, the best holiday season and an even better year to come and listen in, support those that we uh, highlight on our shows. Some of them are sponsors. Some of them are high recommendations. Please tune in to the Jewess Patriot on Ice Heart Radio, Spotify, Podbean, Jewish podcast out of Israel, anytime, anywhere. And share it with your friends. We are the one of the fastest growing shows on this station. And... We get a lot of feedback from you that you want more of this, so join in the conversation.
1: After this commercial, we start the show. Many software projects become successful every year, growing businesses, saving time and money, and providing freedom from stress and frustration. However, not all software projects are successful. Why? What makes software successful? Paying attention to the end user satisfaction. With JobBase, every software project is a success, because every project is built with the end user in mind. Save time, save money, improve and grow your business. The product is amazing. When I got the finished project, I was so happy with the result. They delivered higher than my expectation. As a project manager at Jobase, we commit ourselves to ensuring that every single product we have will succeed. Visit us at www.jobase.io. That's www.jobase.io. Or email us at sales at jobase.io. Be the next success story.
0: Welcome back, and I'm so excited to have our next guest who has become a good friend and who has been making headlines recently, not because of what she's doing, but because her fans want her to be doing something that the writers and the producers of The Bold and the Beautiful haven't really been paying attention to. Tracy Melkor, who you all know for years as the wonderful Uh, daughter of Eric Forrester, who won an Emmy last year and the brother of Ridge Forrester, who won this year at the Daytime Emmy Awards needs their sister back and Zenday needs his mother back. So tell us, is Kristen coming back to Bold and Beautiful? Welcome to the show, Tracy. Welcome to the show, Tracy. I'm so excited. I can't even talk. I know. You're like, I don't
2: even know. Um, I got you all rattled. I love it. Um, yeah, no, my phone, there's, there's no, no messages or anything here yet, um, from the show. But yeah, you know, a, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I started getting messages kind of here and there at first. Like, are you coming back or what's going on? There's stuff going on. It seems like you should be there. We're real excited because it, it's pretty obvious that you'd be coming back. And I'm like, mm, no. I haven't heard anything, Um, but then it just started escalating more and more. And you know what? I eventually got to the point where I felt like I had to defend my character.
0: <laughs> well, I saw it all over social media that people wanted, especially since your son is there. Your siblings are coming back. They even mentioned recently by Eric's deathbed, your brother Thorne said, we don't even have our sisters here. Why is it that the sisters aren't back? I mean, uh, Leslie Kay, I think well, the last one who played Felicia, won an Emmy as well. So um, tell us, are they going to bring back the girls? Well, I got to say, the
2: reason that they gave was kind of like the last straw for me to not to, to have to speak up. Um, they said I was on a safari. And, you know... For me, I've played Kristen Forrester off and on for, well, I know exactly how long because my son had just been born and he's going to be 23 in January. So it's been a couple decades and you get a loyalty to your character. You know, um, you know, if you think about it, when you say your character it has to do with your character, right? And the character of Tracy and who I believe Kristen, was portrayed as was very in conflict. Um, You know, Kristen was very dedicated mom to Zende. I mean, she wanted to be a parent. Tony couldn't have kids. We adopted him. And it was such a joyous thing for her. And to now have her to be such an absent mother, um, you know, that's been going on off and on for a number of years. And that's always bothered me. But then when Eric is sick and on his deathbed, and they're saying that I can't be bothered to come back for that. You know, Kristen came back for her mom, who they had a much more colorful history, um, and didn't have the relationship that Kristen and her dad, Eric have. I'm like, that makes no sense. And then the reason that was given was that I was, you know, on this African safari. And I was just like, Kristen is a reflection, you know. She's part of me now after twenty some years, and it just really bothered me that I'm not being a good mom now, not being a good daughter, and the writers are portraying her in such a negative way.
0: I'll tell you how loyal daytime dramas uh, fans are. They still remember you from One Life to Live. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and there's a lot of talk. We're constantly seeing the rumors all over social media. Uh, that all my children in one life to live might be rebooted. Wow.
2: That would be amazing. Cause I mean, think about such great characters there. They're really, you know, the, the streaming, the nonstop streaming have, you know, affected daytime soaps. Cause it used to be the only thing you could work during or view during the day were the soaps or the daytime top shows. Now primetime has, you know, found its way into daytime and it became, um, you know, a little harder to get an audience. But I hope that they are seeing that people do still want these shows. They get attached to these characters, kind of like what I'm saying. I'm attached to Kristen. You know, she, I've played her, like I said, for over two decades. And I can just imagine these soaps. um, They have a loyal fan base. And I hope that, you know, maybe they'll revisit some of these. That would be amazing.
0: I think people are also getting to the point they want some, and you can relate to this as we're going to talk about the next things that you're doing in your life today. People are craving, it's this time of the seasons. I remember growing up, the Christmas trees at the Hauntons on Days of Our Lives, or the Buchanan House on One Life to Live, or the original with Stephanie and Eric. I mean, when it was Susan Flannery. I mean... And singing around the piano and stuff. Like, I think people <laughs> are really like, craving it. People don't even feel like it's Christmas this year. They're worried about, can they buy Christmas gifts for the little kids, even simple toys, because things have gotten so out of hand. But that doesn't mean that we can't have you back. And I want our fans to know, yes, people are asking for, um, for Tracy to, to come back to the show. But Tracy's been super, super busy because she's been keeping me up to date on what's going on. So Tracy, share with our audience what you are doing until the brains of the bold and the beautiful actually wake up. Oh,
2: (laughs) <laughs> You're so cute. Thank you so much. You've been such a good friend and, um, I appreciate you giving me a chance to, to speak about this today. And, and yeah, I mean, I still do some, you know, film and I've done, a, I did an epi- a series on BET, uh, a couple years ago before COVID hit us hard, but, uh, I'm still acting and other things, but I've also become a spokeswoman for my freedom cart. Um, I had some health issues about nine years ago that, A lot of people don't realize, but I was pretty much disabled and on bed rest for a year while they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And it sort of changed my life into a trajectory because, you know, when you don't have your health, nothing else matters. It becomes your prime focus. And I had to sort of throw myself into learning about ways to heal my body And it just threw me into, once I did that, like, oh my gosh, I got to help others with what I learned. And so I started advocating for health and wellness. And I do that now through a company called myfreedomcart.com. And I have a blast. I do Zooms like this and I, you know, help people with autoimmune and yeah, I'm not a doctor, never even played one on TV, (laughs) but I like to share my personal testimony and things that I learned that a lot of doctors aren't telling us because um, it's not part of what they spend their education on more, you know, about not just diet and exercise, but even what you breathe, what
0: you put on your skin, things like that and how they impact your health. Where can our audience reach out to you, learn more about what you're selling? I'm sure so many of your fans now are going to say, wow, we want to do a zoom with Tracy.
2: <laughs> um so my email is Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y dot myfreedomcart at gmail.com. Or you can go onto the website, uh, myfreedomcart.com and you can get some info there. I, um, you know, it's not even really so much about selling stuff, which we, I do have products that I recommend, but I really just have a heart for helping people in that situation because the the logo or um, saying I came up with through my journey was healthy should not be for the just the wealthy. Um, I was blessed that I was able to spend $19,000. I tallied it up because I thought, you know, I was going to see if I could get that medical tax deduction because I spent so much money on natural doctors, tinctures, every magic sauce, juice, whatever anybody came up with. We were able to afford to try it. And. After I got healthy, I was like, you know what? I didn't need all that expensive stuff. It really comes down to two things, addressing toxicity and deficiencies. And you don't have to break the bank to do that. So I love sharing that with people because our health
0: is the most important thing. You know, you lose that. Nothing else matters. Absolutely. And this is a show all about self care. It's not a luxury, it's a necessity. So I'm welcoming you back in twenty twenty four with all your updates. Tracy Melkor, tell you she's also on Facebook and Instagram and you could reach her out there. And everybody Right. If you want back the Farbister family sisters, we need them both back. If their father is dying, I would want to be. God forbid, it was in my situation. I had that in me a life. So, thank you so much. I'm sorry. Go ahead. There's so much good story. I think
2: there would be so much good story with us coming back right now with a lot of sibling rivalry about you know and conflict and drama Um, that off of this, you know, where it's like the thing that sent me off was Ridge gets to decide. I'm like, why does Ridge get to decide?
0: Wait, yeah why was that gone you right. know. well, maybe yeah, because he, maybe exactly. because Ridge won the Emmy this year, I don't know
2: <laughs> I don't know, but he's Mossimo's son. he's not even Eric's son. <laughs> I mean, I know logically right
3: they yeah. they totally not forgot that, that.
2: they I'm totally forgot that. that. Son. he's
0: still my son, I get it so but still. Anyway, we have to wrap this, get into a hard commercial. Tracy, thank you so much again for coming on. Happy and a healthy new year. We'll see you in 2024.
4: Are you looking for the perfect gift or simply want to treat yourself? Check out sophiecruzatelier.com. We carry a chic, highly curated selection of jewelry, bags, accessories, and clothing that will elevate your style. Order now on sophiecruzatelier.com and have your Sophie goodies in days
0: welcome back and on this show of pampering ourselves setting goals for 2024 resolutions we welcome back dr joe dr joe has changed my life and that's you know saying a lot considering i consider my biggest failure in life weight loss but healthy weight loss and uh Dr. Joe is here because we're going to discuss your resolutions. The number one resolution of everybody is to lose weight, all ages, wherever you are. If it's 10 pounds, 50 pounds, 100 pounds. So Dr. Joe, thank you so much for coming on. There's so much to discuss. There's so much to think about um with dieting. I don't really love to say it's dieting. It's really... Changing your mindset of a healthy living attitude. And of course, the Medicaid, educate, and participate. What would you like to say as people are ending 2023 and looking for a new beginning for 2024?
3: Yeah. Well, thanks, Cindy, for having me on. I always appreciate, you know, being on the show and just really educating the, the patients and the, the, you know, the population about. What we need to do in 2024 to make things right? And make things right in your health. Number one should be your health because you only get one life. And I always tell patients that, you know, even before the holidays, there's really no better time to start than now. Uh, you know, we're seeing obesity rates climb uh, in the United States to, you know, almost 50%. So one in two people are going to have that BMI greater than 35 with these chronic health issues. And that leads to worsening, uh, you know, worsening uh, life expectancy. I mean, it's sad, but we're seeing 30, 40-year-old people coming into the hospital. I'm also a hospital physician with strokes, heart attacks, and new diagnosis of diabetes. So the best thing I would say is to act. Just stop what you're doing uh, and act. We have same-day appointments, and, you know, I have provided a lot of education On my, uh, uh, you know, my Instagram, Dr. Joe Molesky. I I have tons of information on my website, stlmedweightloss.com. I'm licensed in about 30 states. And so I'm doing this in a big way. I started out in the hospital. I ventured into medical weight loss. I had a brick and mortar. Now I'm doing telemedicine to reach as many people as possible. So I decided that I wanted to start, you know, a year ago to give back. And now we've reached 900 patients. And it's such an exciting thing to see patients go from, you know, obese, uh, dealing with fatigue. Uh, they're, they're just, they're not doing well. They're on 10 medications and after four or five months, they're off the medications. They're feeling, you know, vibrant again. They're doing well at their job. They're, they're, you know, they're, if they're in school, they're just better as a person and we're changing lives. And I, I really do believe that today is no better day. So really have the, um, you know, attitude that I'm not going to wait on investing in me anymore. And I wanted to say, you know, you mentioned about diet, guys. Diet is one thing. All right. You can get, you can be on a lot of diets. I mean, diets can be my diet, your diet, keto, paleo, wherever, you know, whatever diet you, you know, you decide. But one thing I can tell you is the right diet is the, the diet that you're going to stick to. And the medication that I provide, the injectable, uh, medications that keeps you on whatever diet you're on and leads you to success because dieting's hard and you can't do it alone. If you just get thrown something like you're overweight, quit eating, you know, in per- the, the doctor, physician, whoever it may be, nurse practitioner doesn't give you any guidelines. What? Yeah. That, there's the reason people are so unsuccessful with dieting because they don't have any guidance. The healthcare system hasn't taught patients or even physicians how to educate patients. That's where we're different. The Dr. Joe difference, I always talk about it. Medication, education, participation, start today.
0: Well, I have an interesting scenario one of my listeners sent in. And they want to know, once they start the medicine and they go off of it, what happens?
3: Yeah, So I always talk to patients about, you know, if you're on a diet, not the medication, you're just on a diet and you stop the diet, what's going to happen? You're probably going to regain the weight. One thing that's different about the medication is we slowly increase your dose. So you start at the low dose, medium dose, and then the high dose, depending on what weight loss goals you have. Anywhere between 15 and 25 pounds, you can lose within the first 90 days. But if you need to lose more than that, we can continue it for six, nine months, or even a year, depending on if you need to lose 60 to 100 pounds. But what happens when you get to your goal weight and you're like, hey, I don't want to go back to my old self. We start you on a maintenance dose. We lower the dose down. Then we see how you respond. And so I always tell patients, you have to balance the side effect profile being nausea and your weight loss. So if you're having like really good weight loss, and you're not having that much nausea, or even at all, most patients really don't, that's a perfect dose for you. But if you're stalled, and you're like, I can't lose any more weight, like, I don't know, then we can increase the dose and get you to your goal weight. Then we come back down. When you get to your goal weight, to a maintenance dose, we can dose it at every week, at a lower dose, or every other week. For some patients, they can just go off of it, and they can be off of it for three, four, five, six months, because the medication works in your brain, And it teaches you habits. Obesity is a disease of poor habits. So once you pick out a diet, whether it's my diet or whoever's diet, Dr. Joe's diet is an animal-based diet. We've talked about that, Cindy, on another podcast. But once you pick out a diet, you take the medication as a tool to increase or accelerate your weight loss. Then when you come down off of it, you're still... You know, you still know the, the good habits. You still know those habits that you've had over, you know, 60, 90, 120 days. And you're still able to continue that diet and you're able to maintain a healthy weight. Whether it's you're on every other week or you want to get off of it, that's something we work with you. And every patient is different. So that's the answer.
0: So that's something I want to really point out. Every patient is different. You look at everybody and you judge them differently. It is very, very important. As opposed to, uh, I used to go to, you know, that group where everybody sat and it was not personalized at all. You got that weight. You sat down, listened to the meeting. And yeah. you know what? A lot of the times by the end of the meeting, the, the the leader walked out and I couldn't even ask my question. This is not the case here. You get personalized attention, recipes if you need uh any kind of support system. I mean, and the best thing is, uh, there are so many, uh, patients that have come a long way, 50 pounds. Some you have so many people that lost a hundred pounds. Yep. That, uh, I mean, they are the best examples of what goes on and they wouldn't stay with you for so long if they didn't believe sure. in it. So let's talk about New Year's Eve a minute. I want to just ask you, because of course, it's one of the busiest nights at restaurants and bars and cocktails, whether it's champagne, whether or not it's a specialized cocktail that the restaurant makes cutesy for the night. And what does alcohol do to uh, the diet that you recommend?
3: Yeah. And I'm always a guy that, hey, you know, moderation is key. So I'm not the type that's like can't eat drink anything you know no sugar no alcohol i think it's in moderation knowing that if you're a heavy drinker or a social drinker it can slow down your results and if you're you know indulging in sugary beverages like you know starbucks coffee or mountain dew or that soda that you need to have every day you're gonna you know that's gonna lessen your results and you know increase the time to get to your ideal weight so alcohol on new year's eve you know a couple, you know, glasses of champagne, a couple glasses of wine, fine. But know that, you know, the next day you might feel, you know, a little off. Uh, on this medication, you have to kind of limit as many, you know, a couple drinks, one to two drinks, that's fine. You know, guys, the real reason why alcohol is not good for you, for one thing, it leads to de- dehydration, increases your food cravings, and the big thing is is it slows your progression for weight loss. I mean, it really kind of puts a damper on it. You anytime you drink alcohol, it irritates the gut lining and that's going to affect your nutrient absorption. It's going to cause low levels of inflammation. Uh, so, you know, limiting or you know the amount of alcohol you drink per week is key. I'd say one to two glasses of wine per week, that's fine. If you're drinking one to two a day, that's a different story. And there's a lot of studies coming out that high levels of alcohol, more than you know, a few a day it's it's not good for women, especially. We're seeing that you have an increased risk of getting breast cancer. There's a lot of things that alcohol does in with overconsumption. And so this medication also works in your brain to reduce alcohol cravings. And uh, we've even seen patients that, you know, they're like, hey, my taste buds changed. They're not drinking as much alcohol or even caffeine we've seen. And this medication also in the future, not yet, will be approved for, um, you know, a- addiction as well as, you know, alcohol um, abuse because it works right in the brain and it just calms your food cravings, but also the alcohol cravings.
0: So I'm of a certain age. A lot of people have cholesterol issues, and I have so many friends on Lipitor. Yeah. Does this diet help with lowering cholesterol?
3: Yeah. So that's an interesting question. So we have the uh, diet and we have the medication. So we'll talk about both because they both do different things. So the medication, what it does, it reduces insulin resistance. And that means that, you know, most Americans, we have a lot of fat in our livers and that's what's slowing down our metabolism. That's slowing down weight loss. I get a lot of clients that are in their thirties or forties. They are eating healthy. They're working out. They're going to the gym, orange theory. They can't lose the weight. Well, it's because, They've had this insulin resistance build up in the liver or non fatty alcohol, uh, non alcoholic fatty liver disease. And what happens is, is like, you're just out of stall. And the reason I bring that up is because you're going to have higher triglyceride levels. Triglycerides is a part of your uh, cholesterol panel. You have HDL, which is a good cholesterol, LDL, which is a bad cholesterol, and then triglycerides. Triglycerides, if they're greater than 150, that tells you, you have like metabolic syndrome or metabolic disease or, you know, you know, essentially you're having, uh, issues with me- the metabolism of certain, you know, uh, things that how the, le- how the liver processes things to make it very simple. So this diet and the medication, so the medication reduces the, um, you know, fat in your liver and it helps with your cholesterol. The diet can also play a role where it's increasing the good cholesterol, HDL, decreasing the bad cholesterol, which is LDL, and then improving that triglyceride number. And so, you know, a lot of people think that, wow, like, if I eat low-fat things, then my cholesterol is going to be good. Low-fat, no red meat. That is somewhat of a misnomer because what you're doing is is you're going to substitute all the fats, the good fats, which are found in, you know, grass-fed beef, omega-3s, and you're going to substitute that with things that you think are healthy, and they have you know, highly processed sugars and what's actually causing a lot of the cholesterol issues and high blood pressure issues are not like the beef or the, you know, the, the potatoes. It's actually the high sugary processed food that is causing the the fat in your liver to build up. That causes a lot of obesity, causes cholesterol numbers to be abnormal. Then that leads to high blood pressure. And so this thought of low fat food it's, it's, it's a hoax. It doesn't, it's, yeah, it's, it's misinformation say the least.
0: Dr. Joe is coming back at the end of January because by then a lot of you somehow got off that resolution and broke it, but we're going to make sure you stay on it. And we're going to give you the tips to start again and stay on it through 2024 and the rest of your life. Again, Dr. Joe, tell everybody where they could reach you
3: stlmedweightloss.com. You can book same-day appointments or give us a call at 636-628-6604. That's 636-628-6604. Same-day appointments. Give us a call. We'll change your life in less than 90 days. I promise.
0: You've changed my life. Dr. Joe, thank you so much. Have a happy and healthy new year. We'll see you in 2024.
1: Many software projects become successful every year, growing businesses, saving time and money, and providing freedom from stress and frustration. However, not all software projects are successful. Why? What makes software successful? Paying attention to the end-user satisfaction. With JobBase, every software project is a success, because every project is built with the end-user in mind. Save time, save money, improve and grow your business. The product is amazing. When I got the finished project, I was so happy with the result. They delivered higher than my expectation. As a project manager at Jobase, we commit ourselves to ensuring that every single product we have will succeed. Visit us at www.jobase.io. That's www.jobase.io or email us at sales at joebase.io. Be the next success story.
0: Welcome back. I'm here with Allison arts and you know her better as the uh, creator of Mondays at Racine. But even more important, she is really the guru of everything of head to toe at Ambiance Salon. And as the owner, I could tell you, her goal is to make everybody feel that self-care is not a luxury, but a necessity. And she actually transformed me. And I'm not an easy person to transform. So if she did that to me, she could do it for all of you. But we're really here to talk about uh New Year's Eve resolutions, what we're wearing in our hair, nails, and grooming for New Year's Eve, and anything else that she wants to discuss. Because her salon is really... Very trendy, but also very realistic about what the everyday woman wants in their lives. So, Allison, thanks
4: again for joining us. Hi, Cindy. Thank you so much for having me on today.
0: So, Allison, New Year's Eve is a very, very uh fun time for a lot of people. Even if they're having parties at home or they're staying at home, everybody feels that they want to dress it up a bit. And one of the easiest ways to do it is hair care. What do you see are some of the trends that we are going to see this New
4: Year's Eve? Well, first and and foremost, everyone wants healthy hair. They want shiny, healthy, beautiful hair and lots of it. So we're seeing tons of extensions. We're seeing a lot of clip-ins, a lot of pieces for that volume, maybe a little bit more length. Um, when people are choosing their hair color, they're opting away from colors that would create a lot of damage and going towards colors that reflect that beautiful shine in hair. Um, I predict that we're going to see a lot of volume in hair, a lot of bouncy blowouts, a lot of flippy layers. Um, I think it's going to be a fun, glamorous holiday season. I really do.
0: What about in nails? Because I guess... My favorite uh, way to express myself is through my nail art. And your salon has not disappointed.
4: Oh, thank you. Everyone is still having so much fun with nails. We're definitely seeing more ovals and rounds this this season. Lots of metallics, chromes, anything with a shimmer. Nail art is still huge, whether it's the foil, whether it's a painted design, a rhinestone. A lot of people are opting for several different designs on each nail. Um, We're really having a lot of fun with it. And again, adding to that glamour.
0: So it's really about glamour and feeling good about yourself.
4: Absolutely. The last couple of holidays, getting through the pandemic, people have been stuck inside and I think everyone's ready to get out and look and feel good about themselves.
0: Whenever I go into the salon, it is always busy. I mean, you really have, and you have a wide range of clientele. You have men, you have college and high school girls, and you have the high school girls coming with their grandmas. It's so cute. They sit next to each other and they talk to each other. Tell us why this is such an important place to really bond, because that's one thing I I love to see when I come to the salon.
4: Well, first of all, I have to give credit to my team. I have an absolutely amazing, kind and caring, very professional and very talented group of stylists, nail techs, estheticians that work in the salon. So without them, none of this is possible. So let's just give them a little shout out and a little acknowledgement that it's really them that make it all happen. I love that we have a multi-generational clientele. Because as a working mom, I've have two daughters and a mother that's on the older side. And oftentimes if there was an event or we had something going on as a family, it needed to be a place where everyone could get their beauty needs met in a timely fashion and we can get in, enjoy the experience and then go off and celebrate whatever event that it is. So I wanted to bring that into the salon and I think we do it very well and it keeps it keeps the salon exciting and new.
0: So what really impressed me and why we're working together is because you're not just about being a business. You're really about caring about people and everybody who's associated with my show knows that they have to give back. And I am so impressed with what you do with Mondays at Racine. I really want you to talk about it because this is a time of year where Many people who are lonely and not well, many who have cancer and maybe don't have close relatives or friends around them, get really depressed. And you do some wonderful things there. So tell everybody a little bit about what you're doing and what you're planning for early 2024.
4: So for anyone who doesn't know about the program, it was started here on Long Island out in Iceland by two sisters. And I am a charter salon for the organization Mondays at Racine. So we open our doors 10 times a year and provide absolutely free salon and spa services to anyone currently in cancer treatment. Now we bring in a Reiki healer. I have facialists come in, nail techs, makeup artists come in. We bring in sound healing and do a yoga meditation as well, um, as well as Hair cutting, styling, scalp treatment. Rock and wrap it up provides us with wigs that we're able to gift out, and oftentimes, not often, every every time we do it, our guests leave with an incredible swag bag, usually of clean beauty products or hair thickening products or beautiful creams and lotions to deal with some of the um, challenges that people in cancer treatment do face. Um, the program was started at Ambiance about four years ago, and it has grown and morphed into this incredible day. It is absolutely my favorite day at the salon. Restaurants provide us with these beautiful, healthy lunches. I have women that live locally, some of them that are survivors that work my desk and just volunteer their time. And it's really amazing to see the community come together. To support the community. And I really think that's important. I was raised with the, um, with, with parents that told us that if you can make a difference, then that's your responsibility. If you can do something nice, it is that you need to do it then. If you can give back, it is your, your obligation. So I bring that into my business at Ambiance and help support the community that does commute, that does, excuse me, that does support the business, if that makes sense.
0: Absolutely. And you are definitely a community leader. You are always at the forefront whenever there's an organization around the community that needs a raffle ticket, a co-sponsorship, you give back always. Allie, what do you see are going to be some of the trends in 2024?
4: So I think more people, and we've seen this trend over the last year or two, They are committing to that self-care. They are realizing that um, self-care is a necessity in this stressful world that we live in. So we're seeing a lot of people paying attention to their skin. You know, not so much of anti-aging, but pro-aging, like accepting some of it but making it the best possible that it can be. So we're seeing a lot of treatments that clear the skin, make the skin brighter. So if they're wearing less makeup on a day-to-day, that that skin looks brighter, more youthful, more plump, more glowing. We're definitely seeing a healthier glowy look in skincare. Um, as far as hair color, um, we had been seeing a lot of cowboy copper, which is that beautiful combination of gold, copper, And brown, we're starting to see some more cherry, cherry cola, more tones in in brunettes, in that medium brunette family. We're even seeing a lot of jet black hair. Again, it's that everyone wants that shiny, healthy hair. Black hair, the way it absorbs the light, has that beautiful sheen. So darker, warmer, more intense. We're seeing a lot of violet in brunettes now. Um, I think it's more of like a healthy, softer, kinder, beauty that we haven't seen in a while. And I I can tell you,
0: I was going to say, you talk about the skincare. I've had already a couple of facials and I have to tell you, I've never had facials like I've had. And I've been working now with several studios where (laughs) people are looking at my skin for makeup and and they said, wow, your skin is just glowing. And the attention to detail was so perfect. Um, The first, I think you saw Rose,
4: Rose, right? You saw Rose. Yes,
0: and the first facial was different than the second because she remembered had notes from the first one, not to do this, to do that. So she paid attention, wanted to see the difference in the weeks. And you have packages for this so that people don't have an excuse; they could have a package and they know when they're coming in and and buy like a bundle.
4: Absolutely. We also do, which is something I'm really excited about. We have a VIP program where you pay monthly and commit to yourself monthly that you're coming in for a facial. With that, there's, of course, a discount, some bonuses, some really nice incentives, but it's almost like a gym membership where you pay it and forget it and come enjoy it. Um, and we've gotten a lot of people really excited about taking care of their skin. And the winter is the perfect time to do your laser facials, to work on your jet peel, to do laser hair removal, because typically you're not in the sun as much. So the winter is a great time to kind of invest in yourself, take care of yourself in those colder months so that, um, you know, when you are out in the sun and you're out and about again, your skin is glowing, beautiful, and you're feeling good about yourself.
0: Well, you make me feel good about myself. And I know so many people you help throughout the community, uh, throughout the cancer, uh, patient and survivor community. You're just a really good person. And I'm so happy you agreed to be a part of my show and our services here. Where can everybody reach you?
4: So you can see all of our stuff on our socials at the ambiance salon. That's on Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. Our website is ambianceSalon.com. We do have online booking for most, but not all of our services. And our phone number is 516-295-4011. Again, it's The
0: Ambiancealon. It's also on my website. So if you can just in case, you can go on my brand new website that's being updated as we speak and it will be completed by the new year. And we will see you in 2024. Thank
4: you so much for joining the Jewess Patriot. Thank you so much for having me. Happy holidays, everyone. Are you looking for the perfect gift or simply want to treat yourself? Check out sophiecruzatelier.com. We carry a chic, highly curated selection of jewelry, bags, accessories, and clothing that will elevate your style. Order now on sophiecruzatelier.com and have your Sophie goodies in days.
0: Welcome back. Joining our Fashion for Israel family is Sylvia Dweck and Silk Fashions. And Sylvia is going to tell you all about her reasoning for joining Fashion for Israel and her beautiful line of luxurious materials that she uses in her clothing that can be worn for business, can be worn for parties. It can go from day to night. And she's going to tell you a little bit about it. Thank you so much for joining the Jewess Patriot.
5: Hi, Cindy. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm very excited to be here. My name is Sylvia Dweck Cabasso. Now I'm married. And uh, my business is called Silk. It's spelled S-Y-L-C after my name, Sylvia Cabasso. And, um, it's all staple pieces, women's staple pieces that you could dress up or dress down and you'll just have them in your closet forever. Um, everything is very nice quality at a very reasonable price point. So that's definitely what makes us stand out and it keeps our customers coming back for more, which we love. We love it. And what's
0: nice is she has a location in Brooklyn. I believe she had pop-ups in New Jersey, but she has a website that you can order and she will ship nationally. So that's another great reason that we are very excited to have her here. For all our Jewish and non-Jewish followers who want classic tailored clothing, go to the
5: website, S-Y-L-C. Now, Sylvia, tell us a little bit about yourself. So uh, my name is Sylvia and I was born and raised in New York. Um, I was raised in Brooklyn and I currently live in Manhattan. Um, I went to FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology, for college. And I graduated with a fashion business management degree after four years. And after that, I started working. I was working some retail jobs while I was in college. And I always loved Clothing, like from when I was a young girl, my dream was to be a fashion designer. And as I got older, I wasn't sure if I was really going to become a designer. So I started going more into the business world and that's why I studied business. And after I worked some retail jobs, I, um, when I graduated college, I started as an intern. I was a design intern at a wholesale company and a few months went by. So I was interning the summer I graduated. And then they offered me and it was a big wholesale company. There was a lot of different divisions. Um, somebody had approached me in the office and she said, you know, you look the type that would be good at sales. Would you ever be interested in a sales job? And I said, you know, I never really thought about that. But it sounds like something that's very my type. I'm a very outgoing person, like very chatty, fun. And I said, you know what? This sounds like it's very my type. I would love to try it out. So I started um, doing sales and I was an account executive and I really grew from there. I was at the company for three years and I loved it so, so much. But um, I got married during COVID And once I got married and I moved to Manhattan, I was doing my job and I loved it, but I felt like I wanted some more time for myself. And, you know, my husband looked at me and he's like, I know you love your job, but you seem very overwhelmed. And why don't you just leave and you'll figure out something to do on your own. And I said, No, I can't leave. Like, I want to work, I need to work. I'm a very big believer in women should work and they should have their own money. And you know, they should keep busy. We can't it's very nice to go for lunch every day. But you know, we need to be working And this show really is a big supporter of women-owned businesses, small business owners. My husband said that I could leave work, and I told him, no, I can't. And he's like, don't worry, we're going to figure something out. You want something for yourself, which was true. Like, I really wanted to be able to work from anywhere and do my own thing. And, you know, he said, just leave, leave, leave. And I was like, okay, I'm nervous that I don't have anything, but I'll... I'll do it. You know what? So I went to my boss and I gave them a very nice notice. I told them, look, you know, I love it here, but it's just not my time anymore. And I need to go do something for myself. And I gave them like a three month warning and I said, find somebody, I'll train them and I'll leave, which they really appreciated. So we left on very good terms. And, you know, they even called me back after I left and they wanted me to come back to a different division, which was a very nice compliment. But I told them like, I can't be in that head right now. Like I wasn't interested um, so a few months went by and I wasn't sure what to do. It was the end of the summer and I started doing graphic design because that, that was something that I studied in high school and I really liked it. And I was making, um, like Evites for people and for their, um, like their occasions. I was doing things for brises, bar mitzvahs, um, save the dates for weddings, um, gift cards, business cards, like just little tasks on the side. And I was making some money that way. And um, then all of a sudden, one night, my husband came to me and he was like, you know, I have a very good idea for you. So I said, oh, what's your idea? And he said, I know what you're going to do. I said, what am I going to do? He said, you're going to start a clothing company and it's going to be called Silk. You're going to spell it S-Y-L-C and you're going to sell all silk pieces. And I looked at him and I said, I am? And he said, yes, you are. And, and, you, said, listened, and you listened. And you I listened. And I said, I said, how am I going to do that? He's like, don't worry. I'm going to help you. We're going to work together and we're going to figure it out. And I said, okay. So I started pulling some things from my closet and telling him, well, my husband does production for clothing. So he has a very big background in this. And um I started telling him, I like how this fits. I like how that fits. And like, you know, I started getting to the drawing board and coming up with designs. And it, we, I told him, I said, you know, I want to make things that I am constantly wearing. I'm very into blazers personally. This whole business started with a blazer. And that's why I have my silk signature blazer. It's the perfect fit. You could wear it in the day. You could wear it in the night. You could wear it for dinner. You could dress it up to a wedding. Um, and that's how this whole entire thing started.
0: I have to say, I like I said, when I did the introduction day and tonight. I also wanted to point out that you have separate pieces so that you can hatch one of your shorts with the blazer the same way you can. A maxi skirt. You have a gorgeous maxi skirt in the collection. And pants, of course. But mm-hmm. also what's very nice, you really go into, you know, you, I think, use a neutral base. Even yeah. if you have color, it's a neutral color base. So yeah. you can mix and match. This is a collection that you could tie in, especially in between seasons, adding whether a, a lightest shirt underneath the blazer, um, dressing up something with uh, a bigger sweater or a, a scarf over it. There are so many ways to take two or three pieces from your collection. And really, especially if you travel make it something that lasts a long time
5: exactly you could really mix and match everything i always tell my customers um when they walk into the store or if i'm talking to them on instagram um, I tell them like I show most outfits as sets, but you could buy everything separately, which was something I wanted to do when I started because I know like personally when I go shopping, I don't like to be stuck into buying a set if I don't like how one of the pieces fits. And also, I don't like when somebody tells me you have to buy the same size top and the same size bottom. Like most people are not the same size on top and on the bottom. That's a
0: very important point, as I could attest to this. I don't know anybody who doesn't wear, you know, different sizes and also different companies have different sizes, even for tops and bottoms. So what you have picked up is something so important that not too many in the fashion industry have discussed enough about.
5: Yes. So that's definitely something that, um, keeps us different and makes us stand out in the market. And, you know, like you mentioned, my retail store. So that we just opened three weeks ago. Um, it is my first permanent retail location in Brooklyn, New York on Kings Highway. And that which is the
0: Fifth Avenue of Brooklyn.
5: Of Brooklyn. It's one of the main blocks in Brooklyn. Prime real estate, which is so, so, so nice. Um, My company has only been around for a year and a half. So to say that we are growing in this way is like so crazy and so amazing. And I'm really so, so, so grateful and thankful. And like, I can't even believe that we're here already. But, you know, I'm also... Trying to grow the business as much as I can. And I definitely started in my community, which is amazing. And, you know, it's funny. My husband and I said, okay, we're going to, I'm going to start this business and my test is going to be the community. And, you know, my community, I don't know if you know the Syrian community. Um, they're very, um, like they're very with it. So if they like something, they like it and it means you have something good and if they don't like it, it sort of means they okay. let you
0: know it right away. Yeah, they're exactly. not shy. So and we said not, okay. they're very fashion forward and they yes. also are a community that shops. Yeah. and shops well and mm-hmm. loyal to the people they very like. Loyal. So exactly. now so you're so. going to open this up not just to the Syrian Jewish community but to the Jewish patriot community of Jews and non-Jews who exactly. want separates, who want fine quality silk and linen and cotton, who want pieces that they could take on vacation and exactly. go to work in, go to parties in, and play around with, uh, uh, like you said, you like competition, you, you love the room for everything. Uh, so you want to see how other people, how people create from your original design.
5: Yes, I love when people come and I lo- like, especially now that it's winter break season, I tell people because we started getting in, um, a hundred percent silk sarongs and I tell people like, bring your bathing suits here. We'll match them for you. Or like yesterday I was in the store and a young girl came with her mom and she brought this top from Zara and she was like, I need to match this top. And, you know, we put it together with a pair of shorts. So I'm a very open and you know, there's enough to go around. And I'm so happy when people bring their different pieces and I could help them complete the outfit.
0: So you're going to help us complete fashion for Israel. Tell everybody where they can reach out to you.
5: So you can find me on Instagram. My handle is at silk S Y L C dot designs. Um, you can shop on our website. It's www.silkdesigns.com. You can email us, Sylvia at silkdesigns.com or hello at silkdesigns.com. And you could come shop in person at our Silk retail location, 579 Kings Highway in Brooklyn, New York, 11223.
0: And you'll be hearing a lot from Sylvia in 2024. We're going to go over fashion trends. And everybody who knows me with caftans, you know that as soon as we get off, she's going to be packing sarans for me to wear and to show (laughs) off. And I'm going to feature them on the show. So thank you so much, Sylvia, for joining us, Silk Fashions. And thank you for your support of the show and for our program of Fashion for Israel.
5: And of course, my support for Israel. We wouldn't be here without them. Thank you so much for having me, Cindy.
0: What a show. We don't even have much time for a closing, but I thought the most appropriate one would be another Christmas song. And of course, I'm going to continue what I started last week, the best Christmas songs written by Jews. One of my favorites is Let It Snow, and it is sung in this version by the late, great Dean Martin. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We'll see you right before the New Year's next week. Have a great, safe, healthy week.
2: All the weather outside is frightful, but the fire, it's so delightful. And
4: since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow.
1: Thanks for watching The Jewish Patriot Show with Talk Radio's premier Jewish activist Cindy Gross. Be sure to download Cindy's next program as well as previous ones available internationally on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and in Israel on Jewish Podcast. See you next time on The Jewish Patriot Show.
2: But if you really hold me tight Oh I'll be warm Yeah, the fire's slowly dying And my dear we're still goodbye But as long as you love me so Let it snow Let it snow Let it snow When
4: How I hate going out in the storm
0: Dear,
5: we're still goodbye. But
1: as long as you love me
4: so, let it snow.